Hey guys, welcome to Somewhere Between Hennessy and Holy Water. I am your host, Kiana Tay, and here's where we share candid, unfiltered conversations about career, love, lifestyle, and so much more. This is the inside scoop to your girlfriend's favorite group chat. So go and grab your favorite glass of wine, head to the couch, and get ready to tap in. Because girl, this can get good. Well, shit. <laughs> what are y'all doing? <laughs> Shout out to Leslie Jordan, who I got there from on social media. Um, hey, y'all. What's up? Um, it's officially been a whole year since we started lockdown or quarantine around coronavirus and I ain't gonna hold y'all, I ain't gonna front, like, I've been MIA because, listen, your girl just been trying to stay alive, okay, collect her coins, stay alive, keep her family safe, and, um, it's been a doozy, um, so I wanted to come back and say, your girl is back, (laughs) and luckily, I've been recording uh, throughout 2020 i've recorded some dope podcasts with my friends um so all of those will be published soon um but i had to take a brief intermission and i think i came here before and told you guys like look my creative juices was at a standstill uh just because so much was going on in the world and with family etc uh so i just wanted to check in to see how y'all doing what y'all been up to? Because although <laughs> I've been off of my podcast, the tea has been out here, right? It is so much to talk about. So much has happened. Um, I just really can't believe a year ago today is the first day that I um, actually locked down and stayed in the house. Uh, last year, on this exact day, March 13th, of 2020 I was on a business trip in Tampa Florida and like literally I was supposed to fly out and go to Dallas and I got a call from one of my directors and they were like yeah we're gonna cancel that trip and just have you fly back home and at the time I was like all right coronavirus sounds like a flu like Okay, it's not that deep. Um, but I was so mistaken because once they canceled that trip, I literally flew back. I got to the airport in Tampa uh, sometime in the afternoon. And I think about, by the time I got checked in, had lunch, and to my gate, and then onto my, like, in my seat, I remember getting a call like, hey, when you land, you need to go to the supermarket because we're about to go into lockdown. And I'm like, lockdown what? Lockdown, who getting locked down? Kanye West love lockdown? Like, who's getting locked down? I don't know what's happening. And they were like, no, we're going into, um, we're going into lockdown because of quarantine. And baby, 
been locked down ever since. <laughs> Yo, I have not traveled in a whole year. And I know that sounds selfish because there's so much stuff going on in the world. But for me, travel is my self-care. Like, traveling is my self-care. I need to go. I need to be in the sun. I need that vitamin D. Both of them. But I'm talking about the sun. <laughs> I need to go and like be with the water. I need some sun sand, some margaritas, some nachos. Oh, I just need to be flued out. Like that's my self-care. And I did not travel for a whole year. And it didn't help that my passport had also expired last year anyway. So it was like, okay, cool. I can't go nowhere yet. And like all the passports agencies was taking so long with passports. And I'm like, okay, it's not that bad. But baby, <laughs> as soon as my passport got back, I was itching for a scratching. I'm like, I have to get out of here. Um, I just got to get out of here. Like I was tired of sitting in a house and just, you know, I went outside and stuff. But like me and traveling, whew, it's been a doozy. So we officially reached our one year of Rona and her shit. So there's that. And then, child, outside of the crazy racial issues that was going on last summer, um, the protests, the police brutality, um, child, the president and his stuff, we got a new president. And, child, it's been a doozy. Um, So, 2021 is starting to really look like 2020. Went home, changed her wig. And was like, oh yeah, now my name is something else. Because it's given very much 2020 with a bang. That's all it's giving me. January, I think we had in January, what did we have? At this point, we need to create a bingo. But then people went down to the Capitol and rioted the Capitol. We had that happen. Child, we had Gorilla Glue Girl come out in social media. The girl who sprayed Gorilla Glue on her damn hair. Child, this is what happen when people be locked in the house for too long. They just start doing all types of stupid shit. We had Gorilla Goo Girl, Gorilla Goo Girl, and um, re- oh, most recent, we had Meghan Markle and Harry say, uh, fuck the royal family, pretty much. They then came out and went down to Oprah them house and gave all the juice and all the tea. <laughs> Child, 2021 is giving raggedy vibes. Oh gosh. Um, but we made it. We have officially made it into 2021. And if any of my listeners that are listening, um, hopefully you and your families are well. And I wish that for you guys. And if you made it out of 2020, that's still a blessing. Um, you know, still receive able to receive income in one way, shape or another. Um able to have your family, you know, everyone healthy and happy. That's definitely a blessing in itself. So let's talk about Meghan Markle and Harry, a.k.a. Harry Belafonte, okay? Light-skinned Harry from the block, Harry from Harry from the Buckingham, Buckingham Palace. <laughs> so... 
recently they went on television and did a full um, interview about Megan's experience at the Capitol. And honestly, I don't know why anyone was surprised because she pretty much shined the light on the infrastructure of this monarchy that is riddled in racism anyway. But she explained in so many words and different examples. If you haven't seen it, Oprah went on CBS, I think last Saturday, last Sunday, and they sat down with her pretty much to just share her story and how Megan was, you know, being harassed by the British press. And just watching it, you felt so bad for her because she expressed how once she became part of the family, they took her passport, her ID, and pretty much she was, oh, I don't want to say held hostage, but you kind of are. Like, the monarchy now runs your life, right? They kind of tell you what to do. So here in America, we're all thinking like, yes, girl, yes. You done got you a castle. You done, you know, made it into the royal family. And she was over there completely miserable. She also shared with Oprah that um, she contemplated harming herself, right? Like self-harm, suicide, etc. Because of her treatment and how she was being bullied by the press. And um, we all should be familiar with what happened to the late um, Princess Diana, who was Harry's mom, um, and how she was pretty much, how she passed was due to being chased by paparazzi. And so they shared the story and how Harry said, look, we went to get help to tell them like, hey, stop the press from putting out these crazy stories about Megan and us, because now it's different than when it was, you know, my mom. Now we have social media, we have so much access. So the amount of information and and all in general, it's like could be overwhelming to someone who's very new to this new family, who's very new to motherhood. Like it's so many things. But the gag was, child, <laughs> Megan revealed that there were conversations in the White House, I mean the White House, child, I call it the White House because all the big houses and institutions always got white people in them, but that's another story. She said there was conversations in the palace or within the royal family about the color that Archie's skin would be when he was born. Now, Archie is Meghan and Harry's son. And even Oprah on the show was looking like, excuse me? They said what now? And Megan was like, yeah. They had a question about the complexion of Archie's skin. What would he look like when he was born? Because, child, we know Megan Black. You know, she half black. Mama whole black. Dreads. Look like she greased her scalp with coconut oil. Look like she eat collard greens. No, she looked like she eat collard greens and, like, vegan snacks. But the mama black, black, Okay. And that just took everyone by surprise. And Harry then confirms it when he comes out. And Harry's like, yeah, that was a conversation had. I won't share what happened in that conversation or who I had the conversation with. But that conversation was had and that question was asked to me. 
everybody over here in V's ununited states was <laughs> up in arms. Like the audacity of raggedy old queen or whoever to ask about the color of that baby skin when all of them over there in that damn palace look like they aging like avocados and and dried up like old bananas. The nerve to you to ask about what somebody's skin look like. What y'all skin regimen is? Because y'all out here aging like ripe bananas looking stupid, skin sagging, looking like a soggy pamper, and y'all got the nerve to be worried about what color they skin. He should have came out black. And now what? I was so mad by that. But I was really more... (laughs) I was really more upset that everyone else was so shocked. Like racism could not exist inside of this royal family. Hello, it's the Europeans. The people who started racism in the first place. Okay? Mr. Was it Prince Harry? Prince, Prince Charles the Navigator or Prince... Charles, the navigator back in the day who decided to go rob all the other countries of their jewels and golds and everything in the first place. Prince, a prince did that. I don't know why everyone was so shocked and appalled. Like, oh my God, I can't believe it. Like, were you more shocked that racism, racism exists in the royal palace or were you shocked that Megan told it? I think I was more shocked that Megan told it. Because I knew they had some had a little piece of racism flying all around through there. They didn't even teach the girl. When I say the girl, I'm talking about Megan. They didn't even teach her the national anthem. And she shared how all of the things like the national anthem and like things for big events. She would be at home on YouTube at night, like teaching herself and learning for herself. And I thought that was so sad because... It really resonated when it comes to, and I'm just speaking for black women because that's what I am, a black woman. But it's like, it's like when they set all of these odds against you and you still find a way to overcome it, it's like they're not even happy with that. Like they pretty much set her up to fail. Like you put her on a national syndicated event and not teach her the national anthem and you know they be in those events. They be zoomed all into the mouth of the people there. <laughs> they they zooming in on her face. They want to see, oh, she didn't know the words. You know, that's been the first thing they said. Because they were definitely um, scrutinizing her and like going over everything she did with a fine tooth comb. And it was almost like this monarchy set her up for failure. Like they wasn't trying to help her or give her any assistance. And ultimately that was the reason her and her husband decided to step away was because they said they went to them for help and they would decline help. The biggest thing is while Megan was being bullied by the British press and having these thoughts of self-harm and having mental issues, right? Because you think being isolated and bullied can cause someone to... Um, I don't want to say depression, but can cause them to go into a downward spiral. So anyway, she and her husband, Harry, asked them, like, hey, what can we do to help, like, to help her, right? Like, can we take her to a facility or whatever? And pretty much the monarchy, the royals, the palace, 
dim people, whoever y'all want to call them, pretty much told her no. Because it would look bad for a member of the royal family to have to go to a mental institution or go get help or seek help, pretty much. They declined her help when she needed it the most because of what it would look like. And that was the final straw for Harry and for her. And that's ultimately what made them step away from their duties. And if that don't sound like an episode from that show, The Crown, on Netflix, I don't know what do. Because the royals are giving me very ghetto. For a bunch of people that live with their grandmother in a house the size of a college, they are giving me very much ghetto. Ghetto. Mm, 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 mm. Poor Megan. Poor Harry. But the real gag was... When they left the royal palace, they had no money. So they cut Harry off and gave him no money. And Harry said he still had the money his mother left him. And I was like, wow. It must got to be some real... It has, it has to be everything that they said. Because for his mother to think that she needed to provide him with uh, a cushion or a fund when he's a royal... She must have anticipated him having to say deuces to that situation over there. Yeah, but that's the latest and greatest of what's been going on. But that has had, (laughs) that one interview has had so much backlash. Like, of course, Prince William came out and said, oh, no, we are not racist here in the palace. I'm like, boy, bye. Over there looking like your daddy. It's damn sure racism over there. Oh, how could we be racist? Boy, go to hell. Please. And then, child, it gets better. Piers Morgan, I think his name is, is a um, journalist, commentator, um, on a British talk show. And apparently... Word on the curb and around the block is that um, he's been dragging Megan since she became a royal, right? And since the interview with Oprah released, they also released that clip of Pierce Morgan being on a late night talk show a couple years back saying that he went on a date with Megan. He was kind of feeling her. He put her in a cab and then... The cab he put her in was ultimately the cab that took her to a party that Prince Harry was at. She met Prince Harry and went on a second date with him and they hit it off great. So pretty much he's given very much bitter Betty vibes. And that's why he been hating on Megan this whole time is because low key, maybe high key, he was jealous because he was trying to get <laughs> that black girl magic. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? That's what he was trying to get. But he's been dragging her in the media. And I guess once that video surfaced, so many people were like, hey, yeah, like you're being really hard on her and it's very chauvinistic, et cetera, et cetera. Girl, people complain so much that this man left his job, like walked off his job. Child, y'all got to look it up. I ain't got time to be going back and forth and giving y'all the information. But if y'all go on that um YouTube university, you will see 
Pierce Morgan walking off of his job in the middle of the day because he got an attitude because his co-worker called him out on being a bitter Betty because he wanted that black girl magic. And to add on to the Meghan Markle and the uh, them damn royals saga, damn Sharon Osbourne, Ozzy Osbourne wife, goes on Twitter to say, Pierce Morgan is my friend and I support my friend. And everybody here in these ununited states of America like Sharon girl, this ain't your battle. Mind your business. Sharon's like, he's my friend and he has never said anything racist around me. And girl, that don't mean he's not racist. Sharon, I'm going to have you pack your bags and get in a plane and go straight to hell with the rest of them. Because we're not trying to hear that right now. So Sharon go on her show, The Talk. And shout out to Sherry Shepard, the uh, comedian that's on the show with her. And Sherry Shepard um, presents a question to Sharon. Like, hey, you know, I think it's right that we give the audience and our viewers the opportunity to know what you were saying or to clarify because I know you and you have never said one thing racist you know around me and I don't want them to have that oppression and Sharon go on her little elderly rant and start going off like no tell me what racist thing has he said tell me what racist thing has he said I've never heard it girl you are going around the bush okay I am so tired of old white people Asking us to validate and educate them on racism. Bitch, you've been here longer than Jesus. You know about racism. Stop playing with us. Tell me how was he racist. Educate me. Bitch, I'm not educating you. Okay? That's what we not finna do. Y'all been around longer than goddamn Jesus, the disciples, the goddamn... Rashak, Reshak, and the Billy Goat, all of them. Y'all been here longer than all of them. Y'all know about racism. And we are tired of educating y'all with, with all this goddamn free information. If you are still blind to racism, then you are willfully ignorant. You want to be ignorant because you don't want to learn. Putting that on black folks to teach y'all. Bitch, no. Y'all didn't even want us to read back in the day. But now you want us to educate you. Girl, <laughs> pack your bags and go to hell. We ain't got time for this. Ooh, child. So much has been happening, child. I ain't even go in on all the movies I've been watching at home. And I probably shouldn't be watching all of these Black Power movies. Like American Skin, which is another great movie that uh, was a Nate Parker put out on Netflix. Um, Judas and the Black Messiah is about Fred Hampton. That's out. I've been watching so many like Black Power movies. And that really don't help. When you in the house and seeing like all kinds of crazy stuff going out in the world. And that's probably why I stayed in the house because these people don't want this smoke that I got locked and loaded in here. Oh my goodness. But yeah. <laughs> this was a full blown rant and I'm trying to catch y'all up on all the things that's going on. Uh, but this is just to say we made it a year in Corona and lockdown and if you are still kicking in with me, I appreciate you. And um, I have some podcast episodes that I will be dropping um, later this month that me and my friends are recorded. Um, warning, 
they are very much <laughs> uh just recordings of Skype sessions that we were having during lockdown and uh yeah it could get a little spicy could get a little spicy and I'm gonna drop those pre-recorded podcasts sometime between now and next month so hopefully you guys stick around to hear those and I would love to hear your feedback and if not drop down in the voice messages or the comment section and tell me what the hell y'all been doing for this whole year lockdown what have y'all been doing where y'all been at did y'all travel did y'all go to Atlanta that's another thing child Atlanta been open and Houston but I ain't mad at them though because at this point I'm ready to go too (laughs) but anyway though it's time for me to go take a bath so I'll talk to you guys later. And as always, thank you for listening. Peace.